Hello world, and you're welcome to another episode of Axstar the Podcast. We are currently jaywalking in the middle of the campus staff quarters road. Alright everybody, welcome back to another edition of the podcast. I'm about a week late. It's been a busy while. I'm, I'm, I'm gone from Lagos. I'm back in Enugu. There's no more strike and I am now a student again. Yay! I sound a whole lot less excited than I wanted to be. But anyway, welcome back to the podcast, everybody. Let's get this one done. I gotta avoid this cop now, so don't catch me jaywalking. I'll see you in a bit. Stay at the table, guys. I got something cooking. Bye. what your neck is all about you know the cool breezy night we don't want to talk about the overgrown grass that nobody cut or the trail of trash that's in front of my boys quarters in the staff quarters pq i'm in the staff quarters and there's a trail of trash they throw garbage on the road but that's not going to stop me from recording the good podcast hello everyone welcome to another edition of the mind of christ you know what the, you know what this is anyway it's just me babbling random stuff and hoping that somebody somewhere by the inspiration of the holy spirit is blessed by something i say there is no script in fact you can even hear the crickets i don't know if this recording can actually catch crickets but they're awfully loud where i am wow that's deafening yes i gotta move away from that sorry so today we're going to be talking about i have no idea what we're going to be talking about you know that's the beauty of the mind of christ it really gives a lot of room for expression of an inspiration from heaven and the spirit himself because i usually have no plan no topic coming into these things i'm just coming to either tell you something random tell you about my day something i experienced or just drop some you know random facts or stuff that i had no plans for earlier on but usually these happen to be my favorite episodes at the end of the day apart from the ones where we were talking about you know i don't want to go into that (laughs) okay what do we talk about today the mind of christ well i'm just going to tell you today is sunday as um well at the time of recording this this is 1 10 a.m on monday morning but what just passed was a sunday so i'm going to tell you about what happened on my sunday so today i went to church as every normal christian boy that loves the fellowship of the brethren does so after the service after the communion um, after communing with brethren and everything i got talking to one of the teachers in our youth church now he's a teacher but he's not he's not exactly like an old person he's a very young teacher he's not like he's not too close to my age but he's not too far from it either so he's someone you can relate very much with and i know he got to asking me about my plans you know school after school am i going to continue my masters or am i going to take a break so i was like you know my plan as it is is to continue and you know go on to master so i don't have to break away from anything i just want to get up through the academic program completely you know i studying i'm studying architecture so um it's a four-year bachelor's program and then two years master's before you can get certified as an architect in nigeria so i was like yeah 
I would like to just do you know the six years at once. I don't want to break away and then go make some big money somewhere and then not want to come back to school. <laughs> and he was telling me about how you know he had left after his bachelor's in cybersecurity science and you know he was doing well for himself. He was good. He had a nice job. He was earning well. He was about to get. He's he's planning on getting married. That's a big plus he's planning on getting married and now he's thinking about going back to you know get his master's degree but he's just he was just looking at it like you know he didn't really see the need and i could understand like the need wasn't there for him because all i the way we saw it and the way we agreed it was like an extra feather in your cap maybe if you're trying to progress in academia he was like you know do i really even need this i'm just like getting back into this school system to just get this for what it's not helping me get anything new i'm not like all i could possibly be going in there for is the experience because i'm not trying to be an academic i'm not trying to be a professor i'm not trying to improve my academic record and you know pursue a career in teaching or anything and i have the job i have i love i'm not trying to change that i love the career the way my career is god has blessed my career and i love this so i've not really gotten the need and inspiration let me say the go ahead to go into school and then he started talking about something about you know his um the kind of family he would love to have where you know money is not like a primary concern the money is a passive thing that way his children would have the opportunity to know pursue things that can be more creatively inclined purpose inclined now the word that really caught me off guard was the word that he used purpose and that was what led to a conversation that we began to have you know i um, said to him that you know in life there are many things that we consider important that are actually important like a man providing for his family making sure that his family is taken care of the Bible prescribes that that a man should take care of his household. He should be in charge of his household. Make sure that he trains his children and holds his household together. But then, more importantly than that, the Bible also prescribes that a man's purpose should be chasing the kingdom of God. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and its righteousness, and all other things will be added unto you. And this was the discussion that we began to have about this seeking first the kingdom of God. Many people in their pursuit of men of the added unto you that sometimes seem to be important and sometimes actually are important, they begin to miss the seek ye first the kingdom of God. And you know, God in his infinite wisdom knows why he asks us to seek his kingdom first. Because you know, what I said to him was like what we were discussing. I said, No one knows you the way God knows you. You don't know you the way God knows you and God knows what you need more than you can possibly imagine you know many times in life we think that oh we know what we need we think we have a complete understanding of what we need and that we want God to give us those things that we need but many times what we don't understand is that sometimes what we believe that we need is merely a desire that maybe society or pressure or our families or whatever in life has put upon us and given us as a standard for the things that we actually need meanwhile by god's standard god being the one who made us those are not the things we need those are desires that we've deceived ourselves into thinking that we need and god in his infinite wisdom always knows that hey look i understand you i made you and i know what you require at every point in time you know 
one, this was one of the things I knew that I said to him that really struck me afterwards. I said that one of the things that God loves doing the most is providing our needs. He loves providing for us. Now, my father would always say one thing. He said that it takes God the same amount of energy to give you enough money to take the bus as it takes him to fuel a private jet to get you to where you need to go. Both of them to him are like, it's done. That's how grandeur his riches in glory are that he has more than enough resources to take care of everything that concerns us but the problem now is that many of us in this life we seem to have a lot more sense than god we seem to think we know a lot more than he does we seem to think we know a lot more about what we need than he does so we think that oh god is more tends more to allow us suffer that he wants to provide for us but you know david said in psalm 23 that the lord is my shepherd i have everything that i need i shall not want god knows what we need many times we want things we want we have desires but we don't even necessarily know what we need per time and god that is taking us through the journey of life knows what we need in every stage of growth that he brings us to he's the one that is all wise and all knowing and he knows hey i can take you through this while giving you this at the same time he's good at supplying our needs and never leaving us stranded david said that i was young and i grew old and never have i seen the righteous forsaken but the things that sometimes the righteous do seem as if they are forsaken paul said that he had learned how to abound and to abase but you know here's the beautiful thing here God has a purpose and a plan for each and every one of us. This was the discussion I was having with um, my brother today. God has a plan and a purpose for each and every one of us. We just have to be willing to trust him and walk in that plan and purpose that he has dictated for us. Now, many times it will seem as if, you know, the Bible says that in this world you will face trials, but be not afraid because I have overcome the world. Jesus promised us trials. Now, the thing is that trials are meant to build us, build our faith. Now, this is the tricky thing about, you know, the devil, the world. Many times, the devil wants to take us through shortcuts. Maybe it's an A to Z process. He wants to take us through shortcuts that will get us, you know, from A and throw us directly to the end, maybe to Z. And get what we need, the fulfillment that we need, the satisfaction that we need. But here's the problem. You get to from A and jump to Z, but you're still an A person. You haven't built up beyond that A capacity. You haven't been given the trial of faith that builds up a human being to, you know, the reflection of God that he's supposed to be, the Z person. But you know, God in his infinite wisdom, what he does is that sometimes he takes it, a lot of times he likes to take us very systematic. He likes to build us up and make and bring us to the image that he has intended for us to carry, the image of Christ. So he takes you from A to B, from B to C, from C to D. Sometimes you make a little bit of a mistake and you need a refresher course. So he takes you back from D and throws you back to B. You go from B and jump over to E because you've learned again. From E all the way like that to Z. But then the devil, you know, the devil, he takes you from A. And then you take a little shortcut. He likes to deviate you. He likes to deceive and deviate us off of the path that God has determined for us. That is for our maximum benefit. And he takes you all the way up to W. Now here's the thing. The devil can never take you to Z. That's the thing. That's the truth. The devil can never take you from A to Z. He doesn't have the power. Z is the perfection that God has intended for us in life. It's perfection. The devil can never take you to perfection. Everything that he offers at the end of the day is only a shadow of what is achievable if we stick and trust to the plan of God. 
sometimes we want everything ah, sharp 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 we want to get those things that we're chasing for in life things that you know they are material they are they are like chaff in the wind they can blow away but god wants to build up things that you know gold that is tried by fire it lasts he wants to build up things that last that's why he loves that process god knows why we need the process we need the process and he knows why and he takes us through it he takes you from a to b to c to d to e going up like that you're building you're becoming stronger you're becoming better you know paul said in first corinthians 13 that we behold unclearly as in a mirror but as they as it goes by and by up until the end where we will now see christ clearly that's when you get to z when you see him clearly you're now his image and his likeness totally by the time you get to see that's what the lord is trying to build us up continually but the devil wants to give you shortcuts you know my father would always say that you see whatever the devil wants to give you is only but a foreshadowing of the great and mighty promises that god has in store for you he can only give you but a foreshadow but a slight merit you know he will say it like this that when the devil offers you something and you see that it's a great thing you should be excited you know why because he's just giving you a window into the great things that God has in store for you if you will stick with him many times you want to fall across the way because of temptations you know the devil is not more creative than our Lord he's not he doesn't have the capacity to be more creative than him he doesn't have the capacity to create more than him he doesn't have the capacity to be more wise than he is so whenever he's offering you something look he's trying to use the little to steal you away from the much the much is when you stick with God and God is building you up and giving you more that you need not to see here's the thing eh? what you want can be important to God but it's not primary God is primarily concerned about what you need and he knows it many times you don't know it no let's think about it sometimes let's even relate our relationship with God to a father and his children you know sometimes maybe you have kids little kids they are growing up by the time they are like maybe you have kids that are like eight years old and then you realize hey you know these kids could use maybe tablets or something they would love to learn and get um, some apps on their tablets and learn some things you know learn english math science now your children will never your children that are like eight will never unconsciously or unconsciously ask you for those tablets but you being their father you being their mother knows that hey they could use this they need this to grow and become better i should get them this that's how god is with us sometimes we do not many times most times we don't even know what we need but god in his infinite wisdom he is the one that knows look in this life like my pastor um pastor Ita would always say that you don't have to fall Another one of my pastors, young, long ago in my in our youth church, still my pastor, anyway, Pastor Sonny would always say that, you see, if a man cannot walk on this earth without falling to sin, then Christ died for nothing. He said it is possible for a human being to walk as perfect and be perfection. The Bible says, walk ye before me and be perfect as your heavenly Father is perfect. That's what the Lord said. Which means that yes, it is possible to walk in perfection. And that is the plan of God for us. So that many times we have always subjected ourselves to the possibility, to the mindset that says that, Tor. We fall one way, one way, one way. But no, that is not the purpose of Christ for us. Yes, it is possible that we make mistakes here and there. But the purpose of God for us is that we continue to grow. You know, many times I like to, I think about it that 
how much time have I wasted making mistakes? And where could I be today if I had just walked straight with God, doing everything he said per time and obeying him without question? Where could he have taken me to? You know, there are great heights that God, the riches of his glory that he wanted to expose to us, but we couldn't, he couldn't expose those things. Why? Because we're falling on the wayside, we're falling, we're making so many foolish mistakes, we're wasting time in the world, we're not coming to him as fast as we, he, he wanted us to. And God in his infinite mercy, he doesn't show us the things that we've we missed, the things that could have been. Because he doesn't want us going around this world weeping for our mistakes. There's somebody singing up there, I don't know why. This is like 1 a.m. Somebody is singing. Okay, he's doing praise and worship, I think. Okay, that's great. I'm going to go back to what I was saying. God in his infinite mercy doesn't show us these things that we have missed because of making mistakes falling by the wayside just turning away from him sometimes you wallow in a particular sin or a particular shortcoming a particular mistake you wallow in there for two three four years then you come back to god but god you know he's merciful he's loving he will wash you up he'll pick you back up and continue from where you stopped he will keep on going you will repent he will forgive you you will walk upright again and he will pick you up and walk with you but he knows where it could have been what could have been what you could have been at this point what you could have been doing where he could have taken you to but sometimes you know many times he doesn't let us know he doesn't show us so that we don't spend our time feeling sorry for ourselves which is another waste of time if you think about it so i like today i was talking to my brother we said that we concluded that you see in this life we don't have enough time to keep making mistakes we don't have enough time to keep experimenting we don't have enough time to keep falling by the wayside we don't have enough time to keep on playing and dancing with the devil and trying to get back to God in the future. Look, there's no time. The conclusion was that you see, the, the 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 truth is that we need to pursue our purpose in God first, the purpose of God. Many times we want to try and balance everything. A a a a. I want we need to do this, but we need to do this as well. But we need to do this. One thing that Brother Joshua said to me today was like, you see, the most effective method for balancing everything is just follow God. Just trust God. Just do what He wants. Just follow His purpose for your life. Everything else falls into place. That's what the scripture means. Seek ye first the kingdom of God, and all other things will be added unto you. You have to put the kingdom of God in front of you. Make your eyes to be single. Let them be focused. On Jesus Christ I want to follow Jesus Christ I want to do what he wants for me I want to be committed to the path that he has set before me and walk in it like I am currently walking right now there's that cop though I gotta dodge him yeah he didn't see me can't catch me jaywalking huh so um what's the you know the logos of all of this pursue God let him be your focus you know we spend a lot of time following a wrong mindset. Ah, wow, but you know, before I would, wow, human beings, we go for, 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 and we go for, we go make mistakes. The truth is that, like I said, you don't have to make costly mistakes. You don't have to make mistakes. That's what my pastor always say. You don't have to make mistakes. You can be totally obedient, walking uprightly as God has intended for you to walk. And you will grow faster, you will grow better, you will get to perfection quicker than when you waste time wallowing around in dishonesty, in iniquity, in all kinds of things. In not doing what God wants us to do, in not trying to fulfill the purpose of God for our lives. In trying to pursue everything else and say, you know what, purpose, I can pursue purpose. 
after i need to i need to make sure that money is a is secured so that i can pursue purpose i need to make sure that oh my career is good so i can secure purpose look you just waste time i can guarantee you that one that career you are chasing when god wanted to take that career to you will never know because you were wasting time trying to pursue it when you should have been pursuing him how he would have set that up how he would have satisfied you you will never find out he will have mercy on you that's the beautiful thing about god another thing that he loves doing is having mercy even though sometimes it will just many times it will just be pinning him knowing what he could have done with you if you had come back sooner if you had come back you know they said that the best time to plant a tree was 10 years ago the second best time is now see the truth is that if you had planted the tree 10 years ago it would have been grown by now but now all you have is now so you better just keep working with it but god always knows what that 10 years ago would have been like and it hurts him i have to guarantee you that it really hurts him and he hides that pain from us he just take your hand oh you stubborn child and he keep on working with you from where you left off now you have repented you are happy again two of you will be smiling in his heart is like hey you would have been a big boy by now you would have been doing great and ex- great exploits your head would have been at my shoulder but unfortunately it's at my thigh and he won't tell you he won't let you know he's merciful so he won't let you know you just keep on growing from there at one point you fall off again and god will be like ah this picking we think with this now the angels will even be tired like what's wrong with this boy what's wrong with this girl stay one please you are supposed to be an adult by now god will tell him ah, shh don't tell him don't let him cry but then <laughs> look at what you've done to yourself he's loving he's merciful he will pull you back in but you are wasting time pursue the purpose of god for your life now Find it out. Get into the scriptures. Learn more and more of God. A wise man is strong and a man of knowledge increases strength. For by wise counsel you will wage your own war. And in a multitude of counselors there is safety. God dwells on people that are chasing after wisdom. They want to know more. You are diving into the word of God so that I can dwell in you richly in all wisdom. You communicate with your father on a daily basis. You want him to know more and more like you. You do what he wants you to do at per time. You obey his voice. When you find something in the scripture that doesn't align with your life, what you do is that you metaneo, you repent, you change your mind. That's what repentance is. Repentance is from the Hebrew word metaneo. What, does, what is metaneo? Metaneo is to change your mind, to change your heart. I like what um, one of um, the youth in our church said today. He said like, to turn your heart away means you had a mindset before. You had a belief before. You believed something before. You knew this before, but now you find something contrary in the word of God. So what do you do? You turn your life, you turn your heart away, you change your mind, you repent, you metaneo. As the, the beauty of life is that, you know, God loves us. He does. He does. And he wants us to walk in perfection and he wants to satisfy us with good things. He knows what we need per time. And many times he rewards us and gives us the things that we desire for our own benefit. The Bible says that he has created all things for us to enjoy. God wants our enjoyment, whether you believe it or not. He does. He actually does. Many times people have this mentality. The devil has deceived us. Society has deceived us that, you know, when you are working with God, you are missing out. God, come on, don't be stupid. The people that are not working with God are the ones missing out. You don't know the greatness that he has in store for you what he's built up he wants who he wants you to be what he's trying to make you the purpose that he has set out before you you are meant to rule and reign with him but you'll never get there if you're wasting time out there 
Oh, come on. Look, 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 look. You have to build up your capacity to carry authority. God wants to give us authority. He doesn't give authority to children. You have to grow. So if you're going to spend your time wallowing in your sin, wallowing in iniquity, wallowing in nonsense, look, you're not going to grow. He's not going to be able to give you authority. We'll all get to heaven, but he will put you in the boys' quarters. Why? Because you're not big enough to manage the mansion. Not big enough to rule and reign. It's not everybody that's just going to rule and reign. You have to grow up to build the capacity to rule and reign. You don't give a kingdom to a child, to an immature child. You have to give it to somebody that has grown. And he wants to grow you and build you. Oh well. That's my take. I didn't think I'd be talking this long, especially since this cop is out here. I think he just saw me. But I'm not jaywalking anymore. I'm on the sidewalk now. Yeah. I'm cool. Sup, copper? Hey. I'll see you in the next segment, guys. Peace. Thank you once again for joining me on this one. You guys have been absolutely wonderful. And I'm so happy that I got back to record this. I have to go back to my room now. I have Bible reading to do. I should probably go to sleep as well because I have an early day tomorrow. But before I leave, a short prayer. That is a prayer. Prayer. May the God of all grace keep you in the purpose for your life that he has prescribed that you might know the hope of his calling and what are the riches of glory of his inheritance in the saints you will be filled with the knowledge of his will in all spiritual wisdom and understanding you will bear fruit in every good work and you walk in a manner worthy of the lord the lord is your keeper he's a seal upon your head in the mighty name of jesus thank you so much for tuning in remember you can send me a voice message here on anchor or you can you know, text me on Twitter or whatever. My handle is in the description of this episode. Thank you for tuning in. And bye-bye.